Okay. All right. You ready? I'm ready, girl. Oh, give a little melody. Oh, thank you. Uh, you want to harmonize with me? We could do it together. Oh, no. I the don't lyrics... want to, but I want to hear you try. Well, you have to harmonize. Otherwise, it's not fun. The lyrics Fine. are, I'm okay. ready. Oh, okay. Girl. Go. Oh, okay. Okay. The count of three. One, two, three. Two, three. I'm ready. 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 I don't know. What's harmony? This you is say, bad. You got the same time. <laughs> I had to hear your pitch, and then I harmonize. Oh, okay, okay. I'll go high, you okay. go low. One, two, three. Okay. I'm, I'm re- ready. ready. Okay, I didn't know where you were going. That was just bad. Nope. Let's just start. All right. Let's just, let's not be musicians. No, that's a Let's stick to drinking. Dream. All right. I can do that. Yep. All right. Drinking stories. Ready? Yep. All right. Here we go. Welcome back, everyone, to episode nine, Drunken Manifestos. It is our second Vegas episode, which is very exciting because we have many Vegas stories. Mm, this is um, a question mark. Yeah, but we want to thank everyone for listening thus far. We're episode nine. We're one episode away from the end of our little season hiatus, season one. How exciting. We have Diaz. Yes. I feel like I didn't say that well. We just no, to- you didn't, but it was good. Thanks. Like, but yeah. So, what are you drinking, Tangeray? Uh, tonight I'm drinking a wine. It's called Sea Glass. It's a white mm. blend. Classy. Yeah, it, it definitely looks classy, but it was uh, on the second to the bottom shelf, which means it's moderately semi-classy. Cheap. Yeah, it's like a step. Of, it's literally a shelf above. What about you? Hey, second shelf is a step up for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, no, I'm just I'm just drinking a vodka seven, as per usual, guys. A little thing. Um, but what did you drink before we started the podcast tonight? Are you calling me out that I just took a shot? She did, y'all. <laughs> Iris just brought me a shot because I wasn't having a great day. He's a good fiance. I would, I would, yeah. uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what do we need to update the people on, Dangre? Update the people. All right. So, updating the people, we have many. A social media. All right, I'm going to put my airline voice on, guys. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. All aboard. Or that's a train. <laughs> the, on the plane. On get up. Buckle get up. up. No, that's a car. Uh, no, there's on flight, on deck. Uh, no. Oh, uh, deck trays up. Or deck trays. What is that called? Lap seat trays, trays up. Tray. Lap trays. No, seat back in, in the, the upright pose. Upright, upright position. position. Yeah. We're bad at this. Let's just move on. <laughs> We're we are digressing. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at the handle Drunken Manifestos. Remember mm-hmm. that we, no periods, no dashes, no underscores, no spaces, nor will you find the word podcast at the end. Nor. Just at Drunken Manifestos. Finally, you can find us on TikTok where we make fun videos of tickety talketing. We are at the handle <laughs> Drunken Manifestos Podcast on that one. You are going to find podcasts at the end. Thank you for flying Air Tango. Oh, we didn't oh Jesus. I'm Tango Ray. What's your name, girl? And I am A-Town. Just along <laughs> for, the, for the flight. Along for the flight. So speaking of flights, uh, what's our theme tonight? Oh, our theme... Like that is are you ready for this yes i am of course 
Vegas for the holidays. What holidays, she asked. <laughs> Basically, we're picking times that we were in Vegas for some type of holiday because as you are listening to this, it's probably around the holidays. Mm-hmm. So what better way to, uh, you know, feel really in the holiday spirit than being in Vegas? So that's what we're talking about. <laughs> okay, so what holiday are you talking about in Vegas, Tangeray? Mm, all right. So the holiday that I want to talk about this evening is New Year's Eve. Um, so my title for my story is New Year, Same Us. <laughs> my oh my God. <laughs> so A-Town and I have um, always spent New Year's Eve together. Uh, we, fe- we spent our first New Year's Eve together um, right before we moved in together, which we moved in together like in like January or February or something. Um, but right before then on New Year's Eve, which is, you know, December 31st. I went to her dad's house, so um, we, we went to their house, we, like, drove up together, um, and we, I think we just, like, really bonded. I remember, like, really bonding on that drive, and, like, there's, like, a picture in my head of, like, being on, like, a mountainside and, like, just, like, <laughs> unloading with each other, like, just being, like, Probably. with, like, I don't know, who knows what. Maybe my roommate, maybe your roommate, maybe both of our roommates. We hated our roommates at the time, so... Oh, this is before we lived together? It was right. This is what made us choose to move in together was like this, this conversation. I think oh. identified, like this isn't working for me. Like, I mean, our roommates aren't the worst, but it just, it wasn't working. I think our personalities weren't meshing. My roommate was pretty bad. One of them. One of them, but you didn't have all of them being bad kind of thing. Mm-mm. I think it was just a lot of personality meshing issues. So we've only spent one new year apart since then because I was being a silly woman. A-Town and... Irish were going to like her family's event and it was like her and her sisters were all married and I was like I don't want to be the only single one so instead I stayed I stayed at home and sat on the couch and ate bonbons and watched movies it wasn't any better (laughs) was not any better I'll tell you guys it's okay though um so we've spent one new year's eve apart in like a decade like we spent um we literally put it into our calendars this year to spend new year's eve together and this is the exact title of my event I'm going to read it to you all Stop the end of times you're spending today with A-Town. Shut up. Yeah, we definitely drunk made this at some point. I love that. Yeah. So every time I like am going through my calendar and like checking if I'm going to miss anything or whatever, I see that and it makes me smile. So we always spend spend New Year's Eve together. And then our friends, like our group of friends, we always spend friends miss together. Yes. We also have Christmas with our families, but... (laughs) We like to always have time with each other where we can exchange our own gifts, which are always ridiculous, and um, spend time together and really, like, bond and have, like, a good bonding time. Um, so we spend Friendsmas together. We're pretty good about always doing a Friendsmas. Sometimes, like, somebody's busy and they can't quit make it, but we usually get together around that time of the year um, and have our Friendsmas. So this year we decided that this event happened. We decided to combo New Year's Eve and Friendsmas. And went to Vegas. Yeah. Weekend. Um, so this was all of the meatballs. That was us two. Irish, comrade, his girlfriend, and then Black Mamba. All of us decided to go. We got one hotel room. That was the last time. <laughs> we all decided. number one. Oh, my God. We all just, after that, that weekend, we were like, all right, we're done. We're done. We're done smashing into a hotel room. Like, we're not doing this again. We're adults yeah. now. Like, no, we're going to fucking pay for more rooms because it was A-Town and Irish in one queen-size bed and me and Black Mama in one queen-size bed. And then um, Comrade and his girlfriend in a blow-up air mattress at the edge of A-Town. It was your bed, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So all of us crammed into this tiny economy room. Like it was trying to save money. We did. We were done. We never did it again. But it was <laughs> we I think that was the first time you and Comrade booped with the pillows. Like they they take oh, them yeah. and like poke you in the face with it and like try and surprise like you. Like a dick. Yes. And they call it booping. Yeah. They've been doing that since then. Four years later. <laughs> we just uh, did it at my bachelorette party with balloons. Yeah, that's kind of what they do. So um <laughs> we were we chose to go into um Vegas instead of Snow Globe that year. Like we were like all about like we were doing something. Oh yeah. Remember, we snow Globe in Tahoe. We were like, we need to do something. Because Irish was big. super in the snow globe, yeah. Yeah, he's all into like EDM. We're not. So this was instead of Snow Globe, we decided to go to Vegas. Um at the time. I was in a relationship, like a very fresh relationship. We had been dating for like maybe two weeks at this time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call my ex. He's an ex. Shrimp Dick. Uh, that's his name. Whoa. Crap, y'all. So um, this plays into the story. That's why I'm telling you about Shrimp Dick. Um, I, I have not had many like, official <laughs> boyfriends over the years. Oh, I told you you would love the name. Um, I haven't had many official boyfriends over the years, like genuinely just a couple. Um, and he was one, and that was a mistake. That was one that like I literally didn't like date anybody for. And this story is why this mm-hmm. you will find out in this story why shrimp yeah. dick didn't fucking stick around. No, and like literally, I like did not have another boyfriend for I think like ten or eleven months because I was like, I'm not trusting you bitches anymore. But I digress. <laughs> So it's shrimp dick. I could also call, I don't know, something along the lines with shorty because he was like two inches taller than me. And I'm a short human. I think short men just like store up evil, but I usually date really, really tall guys who also store more <laughs> evil. Like my last boyfriend was actually like six five. Like that's my norm. Is like I the- love that reasoning. They store up more evil. <laughs> they have more room for the evil. They have more room for the evil, and that definitely <laughs> was true. So anywho, uh shrimp dick. So while I was gone, like he was like very like before I left he was like you're gonna go to Vegas like very like are, like are you gonna text me and I was like yeah bitch I'll text shut you. up I'm shrimp dick I'm gonna go um, shrimp dick energy yeah I'll I'll shrimp dick energy there so we didn't really go to any clubs I don't think this trip like we were really no. we were focusing on the holiday and also focusing on each other um, yeah nights we just ended up I think staying in the hotel room and like doing friends miss <laughs> like just I think normal so. friends miss like exchanging presents kind of thing um, cause that's what we did. So, I mean, we had like one, like really chill night. Like I remember that happening. So we went to this love installation. So if you guys yeah. it in Vegas, it's really cool. It's like really large red letters and they say like, they spell out love. We took some super cute pics. Um, keep an eyeball on the Instagram story because I may or may not be posting the digital art that I'm making from that. Oh my God. Yay. I'm so, I'm so down. Guys, be really gentle with me, but um, you might see it on the Instagram story <laughs> if I feel confident. Um, but anyway, so we took some cute ass pics um, and I sent one of them to Shrimp Dick. And it was a really, really fucking, I like, this is one of my favorite pictures of A-Town and Irish. Um, he's like swooping and kissing her and it's like so cute. So I sent it to Shrimp Dick and he had some real Shrimp Dick energy and replied and was like, just like unnecessarily like fucking rude. Like he had like a fucking comment about it. I'm not even going to say it because it's not worth the time. But yeah. Comment about it. And I was like, what the fuck? So like I cussed him out. Like I was like, fuck you and your mom. Like, uh, no, 
not here for it. And then I was like, all right, I'm looking for some big dick energy now. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was like, I would like to prowl now. I was like, I, like, I was so mad. Like, yeah. Well, it was more than that. It wasn't just like a snap decision to just go no. prowling. Like we had discussed multiple breakdowns of like, he's being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like you were done with him. Yeah. It wasn't just like, you were like, all right, la la la. Yeah. You know, so, like you had thought about it. No. Yeah. It had, it was like hours. And then it was like, I need to just fucking do something different. And like, granted, I've already mentioned we were in a smashed room, so I wasn't going to go anywhere, but I just like, I need to just like do something different, you know? So, uh, we went back to the room after we went to the love installation and I think we went shopping. I don't remember why, but I remember being in a department store and that's when I sent that text message where I was like, fuck you and your mom. Really? Yeah. I remember like the picture I have in my head is like a department store or like, it looks like a Macy's. We went into all those shops because of Black Mamba. Remember? Black Mamba is bougie. Yeah. He is very, very bougie. So I'm sure we're hitting up all like the fucking design. If you've never been to Vegas, there's designer stores everywhere. I think because we they want the- you to drunk spend your money. The Venice? What's the one that's like Venice? Venetian? That's it. <laughs> that's where we were. The Venetian shopping mall. Yeah, we like. Oh yeah, and that mall. Oh, that mall is amazing. If you've never been to the Venetian shopping mall, <laughs> you have to go. It's so amazing. Yeah. So after we did like our shopping and I sent my text where I was like, I can't, um, then we went back to the room and we were like, all right, y'all. It was also, sorry, I need to say this. It was new year's Eve, like new year, like the new year was a few hours away at this point. And, um, we were like, we need to get nice and toasty friends. So, uh, we got like those little paper cups that like, you know, yeah, in the hotel. hotel room. So we have this like really cute picture. That's like one of my faves. Like I look back on it and it's just really happy. Um, and it's all of our drinks or drink cups just lined up with our, it's a town's like pen. She's like, took a horrible. Pen yeah. Pen and handwriting. A hundred percent drunk. So, like, yeah. My drunk writing, writing is so awful. It's, it's like drunk writing, but like they're all lined up. We were taking shots out of these cups, by the way. Yeah. And, um, it just was like so cute. And then I have another one of her like posing next to it, like smiling. And she's like, eh. or I did. I don't know where it is anymore. I looked for it. Really? Oh my gosh. I think I have it somewhere. I'd have to find it. But anyway, really cute. Love the pictures. Love the, it was a really fun night. We took like really hilarious videos that night. Um, one in which we were like laying down and a town, um, was upset with me and black mama for like laying lounging on like one of the beds. And she was like, is this? Vegas or sleepers. This was when we still did Snapchat and it was like a Snapchat yeah. and it still makes me giggle to this day. Still makes me giggle. So after we had our cups and our drinks and our shots, we headed out into the night. So um, for the people that don't know, uh, which I mean like was us before this point, Vegas shuts down the streets for New Year's Eve. So they yeah. blockade the street and then they have fire, like a big fireworks show. So, uh, and I think like all the hotels that like, get in on it, right? Like that's how they make it work. So it's not like you're, yeah. it's just like, a, I think you, there's probably like a couple, but they get in on it together. So they literally block off the streets. You're like corralled into the street <laughs> and you stand and there's like, kind of like, there was like a main square that was like outside of Flamingo and Bellagio's Little Caesar, or Caesar's, Little Caesar's, Caesar's Palace. Um, and that's where we ended up plunking ourselves down. Um, so we were drinking and we were, I think we must have brought drinks with us. I don't know. One of my absolute favorite pictures of me and Black Mamba is from that night. Um, cause he brought a fur coat 
did we mention he's bougie? Yes. I was wearing a crown and Ooh, like I forgot about that. Yeah, we got this. I think you had one too. I think we both had him. I was wearing a crown and a lace peplum dress. Um, so I was like very fancy in like a leather jacket. So the picture of me and Black Mamba is like my absolute favorite picture. We look like actual models. Like it's wonderful. <laughs> um and then we ended up, I don't remember why, how I we ended up talking to the people near us and then sitting down and like because we were waiting. We were waiting for, like, the show to start. And everyone was, like, tired of standing because you were yeah. standing for hours. Because to get a good spot, you had to camp out for at least yeah. a couple hours. So I think yeah, we, we got there to- about an hour and a half before midnight. Yeah, we were there for a while. But, like, it's the sitting in a circle with strangers that I'm like, I don't know how that fucking happened. But we, like, literally sat in a circle with a bunch of strangers. Yeah. Well, we just wanted to sit down and there were people we were, we were already talking to. So sense. we were like, let's sit down and, like, play a game. Remember? Yeah, I'm sure I, I taught them like camp counselor games because I'm weird like that. I think you did. <laughs> it was also like fucking packed. Like it was full packed. Like, I mean, standing room only packed. And we like sat in a circle in the middle of the standing room only area. Um, but it was really fun. I was sitting next to this guy that was cute and not my normal type, but he was cute. And at this point I was like, fuck shrimp dick. Um, yeah. There's a cute guy here. And so we were like a hundred percent flirting. Um, and we're like having a grand old time. We exchange phone numbers. The fireworks go off. We did not kiss, which like, ooh, one of those regrets that will haunt me. I wish I had just like ballsed up and done it, but we did not kiss. What? Yeah, because it would have been such a cool memory now that you know you're always in that shrimp dick. Yeah. But back it, then it was like, you so didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, I was still kind of like, my whole thing was that I, we hadn't like, I don't, I don't break up over text. Like, I had cussed him out, for sure. But, like, I don't break over, up over text. Like, that's not really me. Yeah. So, um, I was like, we have to have this conversation in person. Um, so, I kind of felt like kissing him would have been a little cheaty. Um, even though he was a shrimp dick and a piece of shit. But, you know, I'm still, I still have my morals, I guess. So, I didn't kiss mm-hmm. him. Which I, like, genuinely regret now. Like, I wish I had. Um, and then, like, he texted me later and was like, I wish I had kissed you. And I'm like, fucking same. Like, <laughs> Really? Yeah. You don't remember that? Yeah. He texted me and he was like, I, I do. You. And I was like, same. And then he's like, I live in Arizona. And I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. Or like somewhere else. Um, so after the fireworks were done, um, it was like really weird. I feel like it was just a snap of time and we were told to evacuate the streets. Like cops came in on yeah. and were like, it was yeah. fast. Like quick, quick. Yeah. Like I feel like, You're like the moment is over. Yeah, they were like, you're done with the new year, get the fuck out of here, like, leave, and it was very aggressive, and so we were, like, trying to get the fuck out, but they were trying to make it, like, orderly, even though there was, like I said, it was packed, like, sardines packed, so people were having a hard time getting out, um, and they only gave a couple of exit points, like, they didn't just, like, remove the gates, Yeah, like, you can only go out in, like, these five exit points, and the crowds were just surging, we were literally getting, like, surged pushed by the crowds and somehow we like eventually ended up on the edge of like on the edge of the of the street like on the sidewalk um but there was a like a wooden gate like a like a small like a it was like a garden gate a heavily plastic weighted looked wooden gate but it was like it was like waist high like it wasn't super it wasn't like you had to like i don't know scale the wall but it may have yeah. a waist high. And I, as I previously mentioned, I am short. 
And I was also not fit at this point, nor have I ever been, but <laughs> I digress. So we had to like get over this fence. And I was like so drunk. <laughs> like not like drunk and disorderly drunk, but like I was not, I was a little bit melty, just enough that I could not get my fat ass over that fence. Oh like, my God. It wasn't working. Like I had like a leg up and I was like, I'm tired. Like I remember like, <laughs> like I was like halfway straddling this fence and I was like, I'm so tired. I can't get myself over. Like, oh my like, God. People around me like, can't you just help me? <laughs> and the guy that I've been talking to, he like jumps over the fence and then grabs me on the other side and like pulls me off. And I was like, thanks. I was just tired. I didn't want to do it anymore. When I get uh, tipsy like that, I become like a fancy Victorian woman. <laughs> I'll get the tremors if I, or the vapors if I sit too long. So, <laughs> so anyway, so I get pulled over and I got some of the, out of this event, got some of the worst bruises I have ever had in my entire life. Yeah. They spanned across my entire thigh. Like my whole thigh had like this ribbon, like a horizontal ribbon of just like mottled purple like deep dark purple and green and like all colors on both sides like it took two weeks to heal I think like yeah. I, I seriously fucked my legs up by trying to get over I'm pretty sure I was even wearing tights so like I, I yeah just, I don't know if it's because I ended up like stuck on the like stuck halfway on the fence or what but like some of the worst bruises of my entire life like I will <laughs> the pictures still make me like cringe like even looking at them, but, um, got over the fence thanks to random cute guy. And we ended up having a great rest of our night. I think we went for like falafel. Like it was great. Maybe pizza. I don't know. We ended up back in the room. It was a really, really fun New Year's Eve. Um, I went home and talked to shrimp dick and he was like apologizing and saying he was just, I don't know, like nervous and anxious because I was in Vegas and we were just recently dating, blah, blah. I like sort of kind of forgave him for like a couple days, I think max a week. And then I was like, you know what? You are still a shrimp dick. And that was a shitty shrimp dick thing to do. So we broke up in person. Mm. Time, so I didn't feel like I was being a shithead. <laughs> I broke up with him and I was like, you're a fucking shrimp dick and I'm over it. And also you're small. So like short, but also, I mean, I've been calling. Oh, shrimp. I was going to say in case that didn't. Yeah. Resonate. Well, and ever since the word, my little friend, um, Oh we broke up, but it's still one of my favorite New Year's memories. Um, we just were like all of us together having a great time. Um, I have, I've had a couple New Year's Eve that, that rank up with it, but that was one of my faves. Um, it was just a really grand time with my, my best friends. So that yeah. was my holiday. New Year's Eve was mine. That Ace was a good one. Y'all, Aethan, what holiday are you celebrating or are you going to tell us about? Okay, so my holiday I'm talking about is when we went to Vegas for St. Patrick's Day. Oh, good one. Look of the Irish. Yeah. Yep. And guess what? We went with Irish. <laughs> yes, that was fun. Okay. So point. to set this stage, this is back in 2015. Okay. This is a month after me and Irish started dating. We started officially dating on Valentine's Day 2015. Oh, super man. annoying anniversary. <laughs> I give Irish shit about it all the time. But um, that's when we started dating. So this is St. Patrick's Day, which is March 17th. So basically just over a month after we've been officially dating. And um, we are going to Vegas with the Meatball Bunch, which is me, <laughs> Black Mamba, Tangeray, and Comrade. Yeah. And... 
me and Irish had just started dating, so he was invited along on this trip. It was his very first trip with the meatballs, Mm -hmm. so it was very exciting to happen, and he agreed, so that's what we did. Um, So before we went to Vegas, we met actually in my hometown. So fun fact, this was actually the weekend where Irish met my dad and my sister, one of my sisters, and one of my cousins for the first time ever. Yeah, because my sister and my cousin lived together, and then my dad was having um, some, I think, oh, his birthday dub. So that's where Irish met my dad and my stepmom, and then we went and stayed with my sister, who was living with my cousin. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so that's how we met them, and then my, because my hometown is closer to Vegas, so that's where Tang Ray and Comrade met us, and then we went on our little journey, and then we picked up Black Mamba, because we've said it before, I think he lives in LA area, so we met up with him right on our way into Vegas, Um, so this was legit Irish's first time um, he had obviously already met Tangare yeah. because we had lived together. And then he also met Comrade because I don't think we've said it before, but when Tangare moved out of our house, Comrade actually moved into her um, room. So me and Comrade were roommates for about a year and a half um, before we both graduated. So he had already met Tangare and Comrade, um, but this was his first time meeting Black Mamba. And then he'd obviously never met my family. So it was his first time meeting my family too when we drove into town. So it was like a fun little weird weekend of meeting everyone at a month of dating. His final, his final test was to meet Black Mamba of the meatballs. And yeah. Like yeah. It's kind of like a big test. Like we yeah. didn't say it was a test or anything, but like, <laughs> but if like- you haven't noticed, our meatball group is like solid, like we are super tight. And so um, it was his first time going on. Not only meeting black mamba but it was his first time going on like a friend trip for the meatballs we do it big boo yeah so it was like a big deal so anyway so this trip we already know we're gonna go to vegas um black mamba had already transferred from our beach college um he went to a school in texas so this has already probably been our longest time being away from him i think at this moment yeah 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 i visited yeah yeah, so um, so we haven't seen Black Mamba in a hot minute. So we were like, we're going to go to Vegas for St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. And this is how everyone's going to be Irish. So we decide we're going to drive. So tip, like we already said, if you can drive, drive to Vegas because you can store all your alcohol, all of your booze in the trunk. Um, so we did that. We, we get to Vegas. It was really weird Irish. I should have known back then. He just fit in with fucking everybody. Like literally like no like it's like they've been friends for years like just fit in with black mamba fit in with comrade so we drove down there meatball trip um i remember the first night we got there comrade he always has to get every time we go into vegas some um novelty drink one of those yard drinks he always has to get like a novelty one and so this time yeah so this time he got a saxophone one (laughs) and i still remember it was like my favorite one because it was in all of the pictures, and it looked so funny when you were drinking out of it because you were, like, drinking out of the top of a saxophone. Fun. Um, another part of the trip, me and Tangere decided we were going to continue our pranks, our prank <laughs> challenge. Prank, prank. And our targets were Black Mamba and Comrade. Mm-hmm. And one of the pranks we had seen was we had watched this um, TV show, and what they did was that they put clothespins on the back of each other's clothes, and they tried to see 
how many they could put on their clothes before they would notice. Oh my gosh. So we decided we were going to do this in Vegas. So we brought a bunch of clothespins and like, as we would walk down the strip, we would like put some on the back of like black Mamba. We'd put some on the back of the t-shirt of um, comrade and they never noticed. Yeah. We were really, it took them until like the end of the night to realize what was happening. Like, like, and then all of a sudden there was like 20 clothespins (laughs) on their back. It was like a fun little random thing. And then I was talking to Irish earlier, like, what did we do this trip? And he was like, oh, I remember you guys like collected those stripper cards. So if you remember back to our last Vegas episode, we made a game to collect stripper cards while we were like going down the strip from those guys. Like they clicked them at you and they're like, take it, take it, take it. So we would take, see who could get like as many as they could. Um, Yeah. So we took it and we did that. So we would, like, find all of those. And then one of the times we came back to the hotel, we were, like, trying to put them in everyone's, like, belongings. But they opened the door and, like, came in on us while we were trying to do it. Oh, my God. We're like, damn it. Yeah. Okay, we it. totally – yeah. We stayed at the Monte Carlo. I remember that was our hotel that we stayed in. It was new. We, that was the only time we ever stayed there. It was a really fun setup. It was, like, the time where me and Irish obviously, like, had one of the queen beds. And then um, Black Mom and Dan Gray had another one of the queen beds. And then Comrade had, uh, like, um, I think I slept in the middle. Oh, was it? Someone had a, a cot. The boys shared the room. <laughs> oh, the boys <laughs> shared. The boys shared the bed. They see, this is the good thing. This is why we tell it together, because we never remember. <laughs> so the boys shared the bed, and then we got, like, a, a rollaway cot, and that's, and we put it right in, like, sandwich in between the two beds. And that's where Tangere slept, I guess. <laughs> I have to everyone. That's how it happened. Yeah. So it was, like, such a fun setup. Like, we had... The best little, like, room going, but we were so sardined in. But it was so fun. And then when you're at the Monte Carlo, one of the fun things is that they have a monorail that connects. Is it the Mono? I don't even know the other hotels. It's like Mono. It's like three hotels. The Bellagio, the Monte Carlo, and then what's the other hotel? The Little Caesars? New York? No. I don't know. There's another, well, someone will know, but there's another hotel that connects them all together. So when you're staying at one of those hotels, you can use this monorail for free. And it, it's just like Disneyland. Like it takes you back and forth along the strip in the hotels. So it's really, it was like one of our most fun things that we were able to hop on and do. Like it became, yeah, it became such a fun thing that we would do when we were drunk. It was so convenient when our feet were killing us and we could just go back on. And it's one of my favorite memories and one of our best pictures slash videos. <laughs> we were all on the monorail. And for some reason, we were so drunk, everyone decided to use the little railings to hold on to as, like, stripper poles. We were alone, but by it, the way. Nobody else was yeah, in the car. Yeah, no one else was in the car. It was just our little meatball group. And for some reason, all of the guys, it wasn't <laughs> even me and Tangeray. No, we all of the guys were like, these are stripper poles we must dance on them. <laughs> and they were like rolling around, stripper pulling around on these stripper oh. poles and like falling onto the floor. And we recorded everything. We still have these yeah. videos that we watch and it's fucking amazing. It was like one of the best memories ever. I took a, one of the videos, I took a screenshot of it, of Irish's face, like as he was falling off of the pole. Yeah. And like zoomed in really, really close with just his face. And it's like this face of like contortion of like, ah, like when he was falling mid-fall like it was the perfect catch 
and screaming. Yeah. And it's like, to this day, I think my absolute favorite picture of Irish to date. So like, oh, yeah. Stop it. Like, your wedding photos, whatever. But like, the picture of him falling down a stripper pole in a monorail in Vegas, the first vacation we went on together, that's the one. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> so, we had all these like fun little things that we would do each time we went out. I still remember one of the nights we were trying to find um, clubs to go to. Yeah. This was the trip that we realized. The trick of when you go to Vegas, all you have to do is post a picture on Instagram. Um, it just has to be, so it was me, so I'm a girl. And then you just have to post with uh, at least one other girl. So I posted with Tangeray, a cute yeah. picture. We hashtagged Vegas. And then a bunch, as soon as I did that, a bunch of promoters were in our DMs being like, do you want to come to our club? Do you want to come to our club? Blah, blah, blah. Like I can get on the guest list. Um, and so we found out there was like this brand new nightclub that was opening up. I'm pretty sure they like advertised it as brand new. Remember, and it was Omnia, which is like one of the bigger nightclubs there now. Yeah. And they were trying to push to get people to go in there. So we signed up for their little um, guest list. And I remember we all got like dressed to the nights. It was like yes. a token Vegas night. We took a million pictures. I still love the picture when we're in the um, elevator because the elevator was like glass mirrored. It was so much fun. We were all like going to the club super pumped. I was wearing like these super high wedges. Tangra was dressed to the nights. All of us were super down to go. We went there. Omnia was like, it's like one of those token Vegas clubs that we were talking about with Tao, but yeah. it was like nothing we'd ever seen. Like they had this like weird thing in the middle that was like multi-stories. Like they had two stories where the VIP was on top. The DJ was on the bottom. It was like our first big club we had ever gone to with the whole meatball group. And we were just like That's dancing, it. having the best time randomly. Of course, Black Mamba <laughs> meets someone. Bougie bitch that is in the vip section and they invite all of us to go up there they're like oh my god you guys are so fun even though none of us had talked to them except black mamba <laughs> and they're like come up to our vip section like we'll all hang out and dance and it'll be so much fun so of course like fuck yeah we will so we yeah, went up to the second story we went to one little vip sections we were all dancing and drinking uh, i remember i was sitting on the side because my feet were hurting and this girl in the <laughs> vip section she tried to like dance with irish and I remember I was so drunk. I just, like, looked at him. And he was the girl. And he was like, no. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, nice. I'll just, like, leave well enough alone. <laughs> and so she just, like, went back to her dancing. Like, it was really fun. Like, we all had a good time. I was like, I'm not going to do anything with this bitch. Like, she backed off where she had to back off. Like, yeah, she it was really herself. fun. I still remember this was the first time Irish had seen my drunk um, club side. So on the way back from the club, me and Tangeray had learned from, this was our second trip to Vegas. Our first trip was when we already told, which was our 21st birthday trip. So we decided on this trip, we were going to be a little bit more savvy and we decided to get the little foldable ballet flats that yeah. you can like put in a little purse. Yes. Um, so when we were leaving this club, I was like, this is the moment. I'm so fucking over <laughs> these heels or these wedges. So I took off the wedges and I put on my little ballet flats. And I remember poor Irish carrying home my big ass clunky wedges and like just having to lug them behind him while we were walking down all of the hallways. Just like fucking awful. But it was so much fun. And we would like take pictures when we were walking down. Um, there's like mirrored hallways everywhere. We would take pictures in all of those. It was so fucking funny. So we were all wasted. We got back home. We would always just like pass the fuck out when we got there. So the, the next day we went to, I remember our big thing was Margaritaville. We had become obsessed with the song. Yes. <laughs> and I remember we were in Margaritaville. It was like 
our second Mecca. We were just like, oh my God, <laughs> this is what the song is singing about. And we got huge margaritas and we were like, they have a little gift shop in there too. Mm-hmm. And I'll still never get over this. They had a t-shirt that said, um, woman to blame. Cause in that song is like, I always know there's a woman to blame. So I was like, oh, I'm the woman to blame. It's me. And I remember I wanted to get it. And Tanger was like, we always do the thing where it's like, will you still want this when you leave? That's like your test to know if you should buy it. Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't know if I would. So we left it. To this day, I'm obviously still thinking about it. I yeah. still think about that shirt and still wish I had gotten the woman to blame shirt. I wish I had bought it. But another funny part about this trip is so, you know, how we always went on like the monorail and we were like always bouncing around. Like our favorite thing was just to be like on the strip. Like we didn't always go to clubs. We weren't always doing like an event or a show or something, but we would always just walk around the casinos and like get drinks. And me and Irish were newly dating. So when we'd walk around these casinos, I don't know if, if anyone's ever been to Vegas, if you've ever noticed, you can find a wedding chapel in every casino that you go in. And it'll say, like, wedding chapel. So every time we would pass by it, Irish and I would always make the joke, all right, do we want to do this? Do we want to go? Oh, my God. We would joke, like, let's go get married. You know, like, let's go in there. Let's go see. Like, let's go see what's going on. You want to do it? Like, we'd play, like, chicken with each other. That's funny. So we'd consistently play chicken with doing this. And I remember now we had, like, gone to, like, the last day of our trip. And um, we were going on the monorail, like we always did, because we just thought it was so fucking cool that we could go on the monorail and like for free. So we go on the monorail, and I remember me and Irish like walking like slightly behind, like not a lot, but slightly behind the rest of the meatballs. And Irish like turned to me, and he was like, "Well, if you're joking about marrying someone, like I think that means you like love them, right?" And I was just like, "What?" And he was like well, I know I love you. And I just like froze up because I was like, what is happening? We had not said I love you yet. Like I said, it was like less than a month after we started dating. And then he just goes, so there's that. Because <laughs> I didn't say anything back. So Irish. Because as he was saying this, we were walking up to our group at the monorail and I didn't want to be like, I love you in front of everyone. <laughs> So I just was like, mm, and like looked ahead while he was saying like, you know, well, if I was going to marry someone, I would think I love them. Right. So like, I love you. So there's that. And I'm just like, mm, we're with everyone. Okay. And so I like jumped in the monorail after he said that I did not say a word. You clawed my arm when you got I into the monorail. jumped in the monorail, clawed Tangeray's arm. And I was like, <laughs> we need to go. Because <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck was happening. And I'm also, I've said it before, I'm not super emotionally like there. So I was just like, all right, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened I was not emotionally prepared for this so we like get in the little monorail and we're just driving I have no idea what poor Irish was thinking I don't even know if that actually was said if it actually happened I was just like all right we're moving on we we're now in the monorail <laughs> so that's the day like I said we were leaving so and we also drove like I said so on the drive back we hadn't talked about it until the drive back. And then as we're driving back, I had to text Tangray and tell her what's going on. <laughs> and I'm like, Tangray, 
Irish told me he loved me, but we were walking back to the monorail. I'm walking back on with everybody, and I didn't say it back, so he's probably freaking out. Now, I'm freaking out, and I don't know how to bring it up, like, as a normal person. So, like, what the fuck do I do? And so she's, like, trying to text me, like, all these encouraging things, and I'm just like, I just fucked it up. I don't know what the fuck is happening. But I know I can't say it. Now we're in the car with, um, like, everybody. So I just had to give it a pause. Um, (laughs) And I said it back later once we got back in like our hometown and everything was like another fucking thing for our little relationship um yeah I didn't even say I love you back when he first said it because I was so caught off guard and just like ran into like where we were with our friends and never said it again oh my gosh but that was like the cap on our little Vegas weekend of like weird shit happening and like it was just going out but the fun thing was is that just like Iris just totally fit in with our friend group like he met some of my family, totally fit in with our friend group. Everyone was acting like he had been there for years. It was, like, not even weird that he was there. And for to talk about even me being even more emotionally dense, when we were talking about doing this episode, I was texting Dang Ray, and I was like, I don't even remember what events happened this weekend. Like, what do you remember from this weekend? And she's like, well, I'm sure you already remember this. But the one thing that sticks out to me is that that was the first time Irish told you he loved you. <laughs> and I'm not joking. I did not even have that on my notes. I like <laughs> totally forgot. So did Irish. We had been talking about the episode and I was like, tell me, what do you remember? And we had this whole list of items and it was not one of them. We both had forgotten. Um, that that was where he said I love you. I think we just blocked it out. <laughs> we have a perpetual running joke in our little um, friend set, um, and it's not even our whole friend group, but it's just between like Irish and Aten and I <laughs> that I'm their perpetual third wheel. <laughs> like when they got engaged, it was in the Instagram post. Like I'm their perpetual third wheel. <laughs> I was like perpetual third wheel for the win. You two don't need to remember your own significant events. I will for you. And apparently, you do. <laughs> So on that note, let's move into our episode nine manifesto. Is that cool? You Ooh. Can I start it? Can I, can I do this? Can I take it? Yeah, you do it, girl. Okay. All right. Ready, everybody? Ready, ready, ready. All right. So our episode nine drunken manifesto is holidays are best spent with your best bitches. Oh, I like that. Thanks. I thought you would. That's and also one. best went in Vegas, but I mean, whatever. Yeah, Vegas is always number one, but best bitches are next. <laughs> best bitches number one. Um, A-Sound, what socials are we on? Uh, where's your flight attendant voice? Hit it. Oh, I don't have a flight attendant voice, but my voice is too yeah. monotone. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> if you want to find us, we are on Instagram, Drunken Manifestos. We are on TikTok, Drunken Manifestos podcast um and obviously you already found where you like to listen to us on but in case you haven't our home site's anchor we're on spotify we're on stitcher we're on apple eventually we're supposed to get on google i don't know i'll figure but it yeah, out yeah come find us come talk to us we want to talk to you guys we want to see your faces we will literally be like our days will be made if we get a dm from somebody just saying that they listen to us and like hearing what we have to say and not somebody we force yes yeah, and we want to still do that listeners hour thing like we said earlier. So, um, DM us your drunk, like crazy drunk stories. We want to pick like the craziest and put them on a little podcast episode and make it a thing. So please do that. But come find us. Yeah. All right. So 
next week, what is our next theme? All right. So on our very first episode, we've been listening back and kind of, you know, reminiscing on our first episode of the season. We realized we talked about the Hawaiian party and said, oh, we'll talk about this later. And later has arrived. So our theme for next week is meet comrade. So the party was at Comrade's house, so he's going to join us, and we'll have our second guest star, and he'll be telling us all about the Hawaiian story, and we'll piece together the night together. Thanks for hanging out with us on this just beautiful, wonderful weekend. <laughs> Thanks for coming out with us. We and hope you're drunk right now. Thought, yeah, you know, I hope that you've been doing the drinking game, and that you are currently hammered. Mm-hmm. That's the goal, boo-boos. Get on if that you're doing the drinking game... Drink, 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 drink. Drink, drink. Also, A-Town, A-Town, A-Town. Ray, <laughs> Tango, Ray, Tango, Ray. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Here's our, our outro song. Boom. Oh, my God. Finish your drink. <laughs> Love it. All right. Drink, bitches. Bye. Bye. Little by little, piece by piece, I take back what's been stolen from me. Little by little, piece by piece. Until I'm complete